Hey, this man, hello, is the relaxed man. The relaxed man. All right. Show the cast each back, helping listening to the always the nice guy from their life. So they can actually live talk their life on their terms. I'm just waiting for join the host of Certified Coach Brian Goodwin as he helps you bad step out of this. Just everybody to breathe the thoughts that behind all these. We're still growing, still becoming. So why more are we actually avoiding? If you want to call it that, we're going to talk about that. And this week on episode one see. 71 you guys relaxed are still mail. sharing us out. We have people who go in and they're downloading the whole back catalog, which again, I still feel sorry for anybody who does that because wow, that is a whole lot of Brian to be listening to. And I, you know, there's only so much of this, this hick twang that you can pay, you can handle and deal with before all of a sudden you're like going and you're running away and you, you don't want to listen anymore. So take it easy, go slow on, on the Brian stuff, but there's a lot of good information in those back catalogs. I'll give you that. So maybe listen to two a week, you know, within three years, you might catch up, <laughs> catch up. So anyhow, guys, I want to thank y'all very much for coming in, listening and we're, things are, are starting to shape up and start to come together. We're actually fixing to be, I'm actually going to be starting to. Uh, talk about an upcoming program that's going to be uh, showing up here real quick. So, and if you are interested in possibly attending this, this, uh, this event, if you're interested on the joining in on our wait list, it is going to be relaxmail.com forward slash wait list. That will take you to the, uh, our, my Sinfox signup page. From there, you just put in your first name, last name. And the reason why I'm putting in both of those is because I want to have a little bit better idea than having 37 Johns. You know, I would like to have, you know, know that it's John Smith, John Thomas, John, whatever, John who, John Watt, and John them. And I can get all those. I, I have a better idea and I can actually help start building a better relationship with you in particular. But know that that wait list is going to be strictly for the products that you're waiting on. All right. So if whenever the divorce crucible comes about, uh, comes about and it, that's the one I'm working on right now, when it comes out and it becomes available, they are, whoever's on the wait list is going to be the very first person to know. And if you don't want to join the divorce crucible, that's cool, man. Don't, you don't have to go to the webinar or anything. Cause it'll end up being a webinar. But if you're, you know, you can just say, you just not do anything and you'll still sit inside that, inside that wait list until something comes along that you go, dude, that sounds like a really cool idea. I think I'll take that. But you can also go, and I, I have a couple, three different newsletters that I produce. One is just the, is just the, the wait list, but the, another one is just what gets put out on the website. And so it's just an automatic generated page that comes out and it tells you the blog post, the video, the po- and the podcast episode that comes out and, you know, a couple other things that get mixed in there through, uh, through, throughout also. And so you get all this great information that's available. So then more information that helps you become a better guy. And that's, you can get to those and any of the other, uh, newsletters that I put out. You can go do that by going to relaxedmail.com forward slash newsletters. And that is with an S on the end. All right. Went on ahead and double checked. Yes, it is relaxedmail.com forward slash newsletters. I was sitting there having all sorts of f- trouble trying to find it because I was typing, I typed in new letters. So <laughs> make sure you N E W S L E T T E R S newsletters. 
Make sure you have all the S's in there. And you'll be able to, you'll be taken to a, a list of all the different newsletters I have. There's actually like three that I do as of right now. And uh, one of them is for uh, the relaxed male, uh, divorce crucible, but that one is also won't actually come uh, fully alive until everything else with the divorce crucible is actually available. So guys, uh, with that, let's go ahead and let's get ourselves jumping into the actual show for today. <laughs> Golly, I'm all over the place. So, all right. So why are we avoiding happiness? Anytime you have something good happen, you're probably saying something along the lines of, man, it'd be nice that this kept going or what, it, you know, this is, uh, I'm just waiting for the shoe to, the other, other shoe to drop or you, you have some type of saying that you like to, like to reiterate and, and give to yourself as a mantra about how the, your quote unquote good luck isn't going to last. And there's a reason behind why we look to the negative so many more times than we look to the positive. Oh, the boss is going to fire me because I did this. Oh, I'm, I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm worried about this. I'm, we're pre, we're engineered to be worry warts, essentially. And the reason behind why they all the way, way back when we were just hanging out in caves and, and worried about, you know, the, whether or not saber toothed tigers were going to come along and, and, and eat us. That's because worrying used to keep us alive a lot more than what it does now. Now, if we we are always on the hunt, we're always on the lookout for some type of danger yet. There's not really any danger around, you know? Yeah. You may you get yourself killed. If you go step out in front of a bus you know, you're going to, if you do something like that, then yeah, you're going to get yourself hurt. So you need to keep out keep your, an eye peeled for modern dangers happening, but our brain is still sitting back in. We've actually got kind of a three layered brain. We have our lizard brain. That is just, just the, the, the main key elements that our body takes, our, our brain takes care of. It's, works on all the autonomic systems and all that. And so we can breathe and digest and heart rate and, and understand what we're seeing and, and all that. All, all the, that's what our, our level one brain does. And then we have level two and that one is just kind of a skittish mess is <laughs> a good way to look at it because we do, we just, we are always wigging out about stuff. We have stuff thinking and we are, our, our Amygdala, our little reptile brain, our, our, or actually our, just our mammalian brain just will obsess over the dumbest things. You know, our lizard brain kicks in and it's actually our lizard. Lizard brain is level one. Mammalian brain is level two. And then we got the human brain, which is the prefrontal cortex and all the analytical thinking and things like that that we do. But our brain it because it is so big so because it is so large it wants to it doesn't like to utilize the thinking part because it does it uses up a lot of energy it's kind of like um your uh, a PlayStation PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 uses a whole lot more electricity than a PlayStation 1 why because there's a lot more computing power inside of that PlayStation 5 than there is in the PlayStation 1 and because of that 
there's a good reason why the PlayStation 5 is such a freaking cabinet <laughs> as opposed to the little PlayStation 1, which is just this little bitty little box that uh, that you could actually unplug and take with you to your friend's house. Now you actually have to buy a big enough backpack, or, you know, like a 50-liter rucksack and throw your PlayStation in there and controllers and everything else that it needs so that you can actually go to your friend's house. Our brain... Even though we have the, all this great and wonderful thinking uh, layer to it, we still have that lizard part of the brain, the one that wigs out at the change of a color. We see something out of the corner of our eye, and we're, oh, my gosh, what is it? And, we, you know, it's just a, a bag that's fluttering in the wind. While our, our mammalian brain kind of wants to look at stuff, it still acts – it's more like a deer. You know, it's – okay, now I'm not comfortable with this. And then it bolts. Our reptile brain is what it was created, what was created to keep us alive, essentially. So if you see a dark cave, you're going to be worried. Oh no, is there a bear in there? If you go out and to leave the house, your brain, that brain's still not going, oh, is it a bear? But, oh, there's danger around here. Let's see. And so that that's why a lot of people have anxiety. They are focused in and they hear the alarm bells that our, um, that our reptile brain wants to uh, emit. And anytime something is weird, all of a sudden they're picking up the, the alarm of, Oh my gosh, something's off. Something's off. Oh my God. Danger, danger. Will Robinson, the whole, you know, that whole thing. And it, because of that, they, they do, they completely wig out. And they go into fight, flight, or freeze. And they do. They either fight, they wig out, and they they start waylaying on anything that they see that might be a danger to them. But most of them run or freeze. And when they run, they run back to their house where they think it's safe. Yet at the same time, because they are so worked up, they can't feel safe. But yet they they keep concentrating on the fact that they don't that everything is bad. They just, they claim, I just want to be happy. I just want to be able to do stuff. Well, you, the only way you can get, and I'm, we're going to dive into it better. How do you get to enjoy happiness? How do you stop avoiding happiness? But when people are so used to having bad things happen to them, when something good actually happens, that actually wigs them out more because you do, you get used to certain stuff. If you're used to being down and being depressed, you're going to be weirded out and you're going to be a little skeeved out about the fact that you feel happy one day and it's going to worry you. It's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? This is something different. And because, and what it is, you're happy. I forget what movie it was. There was a movie where it's like, what is that smell? And they're all content trying to figure out what the smell is. And it, it turned out that they actually had a bath. <laughs> and so they were smelling clean for the first time in a long while. And I, th- I want to think it was say it was one of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but it, it, and it doesn't matter what movie it was. But it, anyhow, it's the same thing. You can get used to your own stench, you know, your own body odor. And it, when you get shelf clean, you're like, whoa, what is that weird smell? And you get around to smelling around. And you're like, oh, my, it's on my hands. What? Oh, I kind of like that. You know, and you start kind of realizing, oh, it's, I, I smell clean after being, you know, stuck in a truck for, for a week and not being able to go shower or whatever. We have a problem 
of where we turn positives into negatives. We don't allow ourselves the great opportunities of celebrating when we make it to the top of the mountain because our lives are life is we have these our life is 50 50 as i've mentioned before it's the 50 50 principle is where 50 percent of our life is absolute sheer pain and when i say pain it's not necessarily somebody's putting a putting a a a chef knife into your into your shoulder or something um, it's not you walking on broken glass. It's not you getting, you know, getting injured in some way, but it's not comfortable. Anything that's not comfortable is discomfort and anything that's uncomfortable, our brain associates as being pain. So we're half of our life is pain. The other half is not pain, but pleasure. So we have a 50, 50 deal, uh, chance of going through our life going through our day, going through our, our, the next hour, and we're going to feel some pain and we're going to feel some uh, some pleasure and we're going to feel some pain and pleasure and some pleasure and some pleasure and some pleasure. And then we're going to have some pain and some pain and pleasure and pleasure and pain. And it's going to work out to where it's about half of your life is in pain, is in discomfort, is in something that you don't want to feel. And the other half is going to be pretty good. Now, a lot of people don't like that analogy. They don't like the fact that their life is going to be 50% pain and 50% pleasure. They actually will try to compromise. Well, I don't know if it's 50-50. It's more, I think it's closer to like 80-20. No. The fact that you are not accepting of the fact that it is 50-50 shows that you want so badly to enjoy life. You want to avoid the pain that much. And the pain that we have, especially in today's world, is nowhere near the pain that we had 50 years ago, 100 years ago, actually. Let's look, jump all the way back to when we had 19, the 1920s. It was a great time, roaring 20s, all that was just finally, everything was just gearing up. But, you know, life expectancy was a lot lower. You didn't have a, a cushy sort of mattress. You, the car you drove rattled your the fillings out of your head a lot faster than what the cars today do. You didn't have a thumping radio system. You had a thumping bumper, and you as you as you puttered on down the road in your Model A. Life is fifty fifty, and the fact that if you accept the fact that we have pain, you can actually allow yourself to embrace the happiness a lot more. But yet so many people want to resist the fact that we are, that we don't want to have the happiness because we resist the pain shows that we are just wanting more pain in our system, wanting more pain in our life. And I know it sounds a little weird. It's like, what? No, no, we want pain. We want pleasure. No, because if you had too much pleasure, you wouldn't, you would end up being absolutely miserable. Look at anybody who is, you know, a Stanley Uppercrust III, who is the 17th generation of somebody's wealth. All right. Their great, 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 great grandfather in the, in the Revolutionary War ended up collecting together a hundred million dollars, invested it properly and did just everything absolutely right. And so now there's a hundred trillion dollars in their bank account and there's nothing that they have to worry about for the rest of their generations. And because of that, you have kids 
who have grown up and not had to have any strife, hadn't, didn't have to worry about any pain, didn't have to worry about any displeasure, any discomfort, any type of anything wrong. And they grow up and they are miserable and they think that life is miserable and they think that they need to do stuff to ensure that they stay miserable. So they try to do stuff that creates that they think is supposed to be pleasurable, but because they think all oh, pleasure is is un, is unpleasurable, they find that they gather more crap into their lives. They can't find happiness. They can't find contentment. They can't find the joys of success because they don't have the want to try. The joys of success, you can't have the joys of success unless you go through the valley of pain and the trough, that trough of, of uncertainty. You've got to go through the valley to get to the mountain peak. And once you get to that mountain peak, guess what you're going to see on the other side of that mountain? Bigger mountain peaks. And you're just going to, you got to go back downhill and you're going to go just as deep and work your way up the next uh, next mountain. But every time you get to that next one, it's like, oh, that was awesome. That was cool. Check this out. I'm proud of myself. The pride that you feel in yourself is the pleasure that we're seeking. The satisfaction that we have is where our fulfillment comes from. Yet so many times, so many people want to go off and they act afraid because, oh, I, I've never done that before. I and they because they are afraid of not doing something. They're afraid because they've never done something. They want to have a backward facing life. They find that they're never fully happy. And that is because when you avoid the pain, when you avoid the discomfort, you are committing yourself to more discomfort. There's um my mentor Brooke Castillo explains it in that it's almost like a bank account. Your pleasure is dependent upon this bank taking discomfort and converting it into into pleasure. So you have a bank account and if you are avoiding the discomfort, you're 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 shying away from it. You 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 avoid it. You don't have the currency that you need to deposit into the bank so that it can be converted into Success, success, discomfort is the currency of success. To be able to buy success, you have to actually go and collect discomfort. You have to collect that uncomfortable experience, the failures that you've done in your life, just to try to get to the point where you can buy that. I have failed so many times on this business that I'm trying to do, this relaxed mail, this coaching business. How many times have I failed? Oh, I have failed enough to where I still don't really have a steady set of, of clients. I want more clients. I'm going to get more clients. I know, How do I know I'm going to get more clients? Because I know I'm going to have those clients. I know that I can get the clients to start coming in. How? I haven't figured that out yet. And that's why I don't have them steady here yet. But the things that I'm doing... I'm allows me to actually increase my my reach on my blog. It increases the reach on this podcast. It increases the reach on the social media uh, fronts. I'm getting the word out. I'm building my critical mass. Eventually, I'm going to find the person who goes, 
dude, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And oh my God, that's so amazing. Tell me more. I got to tell my friends, you tell me more. But one of the things that I often ask a lot of men is when they're struggling, is avoiding that happiness, is avoiding the discomfort really honestly serving you? What's between you and your definition of fulfillment? Hmm? What is that? What about that little whatever that I've got to find the time, whatever excuse it is that you come up with. And yes, it is just an excuse. And it's not something I'm not dogging on you because it's an excuse. I keep coming up with excuses on stuff, not getting stuff getting done. We all make excuses. We all have the stories when we can get those stories drove out of our head and we can go, you know what? I want to get that done. And I just dive into it and I start doing it. That's when I know how I've got the story licked, but it's still not a hundred percent because you're always going to come up with a reason as to why your dream isn't going to work. So what do you do? How do you get that dream to actually start working? You get the dream to work by just taking the time to examine what that obstacle is. What is that pain that you're having? The thing that you are avoiding your happiness uh, from, that fear that you have, that unmanaged mind that you're running, why does that X, Y, or Z truly scare you? And that takes a lot of work. That takes the work of having a coach, sitting down, talking it out, bashing through it, figuring out, oh, I don't like it because... My dad tried and he failed and he was miserable and he started drinking a lot and he got he got killed in a drunk driving accident. It's something along those lines that cause you to not want to try to so hard because what if I don't get it? What if I don't make it? Well, what if you do make it? What if you find out on the day day you you pass pass away from uh, pass off of this mortal coil and you find yourself at pearly gates and one of St. Peter's jobs. I don't know if it is or not. I'm not, but what if he says, and you were 17 hours away from having the absolute success that you wanted. What if that happened? What if within 17, if you had to spend, say it's 12, Maybe, what if you had to spend 12 hours of absolute agony, but once you got done with that absolute agony, all you had to do was step across the, the, that river of agony and you would be on the shore and you would instantly be given all your heart's desired. Would you face 12 hours of agony knowing damn good and well, you're not going to die from the agony. All right. You're not going to die from it. It may hurt like hell. It may be painful and it may feel like your, your, your skin's boiling off and everything else. But when you get to the other side, you're perfectly healthy. You're perfectly fine. Your skin is good. No harm actually comes to you. It just feels like harm. Would you suffer through that for 12 hours? That's what I want you to think about today. Think about it for the rest of this week. Could you go through Sheer pain for just a a set amount of time, knowing that you're never going to actually get hurt from it. What is that set amount of time, you ask? I don't know. I'm not a a sightseer or a a sightseer. (laughs) I'm not not 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I am not a, I'm not a, 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 not a, oh crap. I just lost the whole word altogether. A soothsayer. I, um, fortune teller. That's the word. I'm not a fortune teller, man. I can't tell you how long it's going to take, but I do know that whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever type of fulfillment you want in your life is not going to cause you any harm. You may cause some sleepless nights. It may cause you to, you know, to, to, to just be up pacing the floor may cause you to wear out your tennis shoes a bit faster, but it's not really going to cost, create any physical harm to you. Yeah, you may get a little little uh, stress hormone from time to time to time to time. But as long as you're accessing the, the challenge with a mind of abundance, that cortisol is not going to do much harm. It'll be there. It'll disappear within a minute and a half, and you're just going to continue trucking. But to be able to do that, you have to try. You have to get out there and you have to do, make a small step, 1% better every day. Because if you don't at least take a swing at it, you're never going to make it. And I want you to stop avoiding your happiness. Start going towards your happiness. Start making it so that you want to be a happy man. Instead of, oh, when's that shoe going to fall? Oh, it's, it's horrible. It's terrible. I'm going to, we're not going to be able to make it. I've had that. I faced the frustration of that just a couple of weeks ago where I just, it, oh, nothing like breaking down in tears in front of your wife out of the sheer just frustration that I haven't been, I haven't gotten to where I want to be yet. But I talked to my wife, I talked to my band of brothers, and we are, I'm doing, I'm, I'm back on my feet. I'm back running again. And you can do the same thing. So, man, if this, uh, show this particular episode resonated with you in any way. I'm going to do a big ask, share this out, know somebody who you think this would help hit that share button on your podcast app and send it to them as a text. Just tell them, dude, I got to thinking of you. I think this works for you really well. I think this is something you need to hear. Listen to it. I'll talk to you later. Or Share it out onto the Facebook group, Facebook group, or share it on your Facebook page, or share it wherever, and just say, "Man, I think this help is going to help you." And tell why. What is it about this episode that really resonated with you? Share that and tell and and let it grow. Let these guys, other guys, know that there is a show out there and call the relaxed male. And this guy is out here just beating his head up against a wall to help men become better men, help men become a lot more relaxed. Stop letting life and all that life's adventures or not even adventures, life's turmoil get to them and wear you down because dude, it doesn't do you any good to get yourself worked up like that because it's not doing you any good. It's not helping your family. It's not helping society. Get out there and enjoy life. Smile, have a heart of abundance, have a mindset of abundance. And as you go out, you're going to learn more and more about other people. And you're going to love them just because they're human, man, which is really weird because most of us hate people because of their people. So go out, 
Share this out. Share it onto Facebook, Twitter. Take a screenshot. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Truth Social or or you know Gab or whatever. What I don't care what what social media great network you you like to use. Just share it out. Let people know. Relaxed mail's out there. It's for the guys. And we're going to see y'all next week. All right. So guys, thank y'all again for listening. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to hear what I have to say and to listen and to take it and start growing from it. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com, or you can go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash contact and actually get a, uh, get a mess, uh, send a message out that away. If, uh, again, if you want to be notified when the, when Divorce Crucible comes alive, uh, goes live and is ready to accept new, uh, new members or new, new people, it's not going to be a membership page. But, uh, if you willing to, wanting to know when it goes live so you can sign up and, and see what's available in it, then go to relaxmail.com forward slash newsletters. And we will see y'all next week. All right. So till then, bye.